Hey guys, it's Steve Zellnaro and Hussein Kambani from the East Meets West podcast. What's up, guys? What's going on? <laughs> so you tell me, what's happening, buddy? How's your, how's your week? Yeah, the week has the been rocking? good. Yeah, so like I guess this would be our first podcast in February? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. first, sure. first, yeah. yeah. So like yeah. overall, the month of January for me was really good. Yeah. Um, kind of, I don't, yeah, it kind of started off a little bit slower yeah. or whatnot, but then we ended up doing like four units. Two of them were resales and two Fantastic. of them were new construction. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah we got, yeah. Uh, we sold uh, two condo townhouses in Pickering that were pre-construction that are ready in next 16 months. Yeah. Uh, both first time buyers. Both I had to kind of coach into the situation, sure. basically saying, hey, like, you know, you got to do this, you got to start up and, you know, this is the way you have to do it and whatever. So it was like a little bit of mentoring and, and whatever else like that at the same time. So uh, I, I think at least one of the couples got very inspired to like do better things and budget Absolutely. properly yeah. and, and everything else like that. So I was very, I was very happy about that. So it wasn't like a typical <laughs> resale, you know what I mean? That's so it true. was good to like kind of give them a plan, not just a property. Of course. Yeah. yeah so overall that was good. And the week's been good and like i told you i got like a bunch of appointments already yeah you're saying this party you got yeah three appointments yeah i got three three listing appointments um and yeah so everything is going well this week's off to a great start starting in february we had a buyer sale uh one of our buyers purchased a property in whitby uh it was 4.99 we ended up buying it for five and a quarter there was like Bidding four more. offers. Yeah, there was four <laughs> offers on this property. Yeah, lack of inventory. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the, yeah, the the week and the month actually of January went really well. That's awesome, yeah. buddy. How about yeah. You? Okay. Yeah, we had a few sales in Jan. A little slower. Ton of leads, ton of things coming down the pipe, like really good clients. I yeah. uh, won't have a problem with that. It's just, I know what I feel like it's like a volcano with the, just the crust on top with the, all the lava underneath and yeah, it's waiting yeah, for yeah, this yeah, explosion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I had a few good calls with clients that they want to list, they want to buy. So it's, it's, it's going into there. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just almost like, you know, like my, I'm becoming antsy too, right? Yeah. I went door knocking the other day. I'm like, nice. and now we're going to start, uh, no, create sales, going. right? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And uh, that's pretty much it. Other than that, it's okay. Yeah. But but even yeah. even for us, and just to, like kind of touch on it very quickly. But I don't know. I find what it usually ends up happening is is that everything bunches up. Yeah. And then there's like a period of like, ah, oh, what the heck is happening yeah, here? Yeah, like, and then and then it bunches up again. So yeah, it's like, like overwhelming. I, yeah. yeah. I just think that's that's kind of what yeah. it is. So we gotta. Yeah, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? And ultimately, usually January I start like this. I do always two three sales, and then it just keeps gradually yeah. going up until the peak in like yeah. May June. Then there's a little slow. It's the same thing every year. I and, just and yeah but, but i don't want to be complacent either right no, because no, then no. it's you want to still you yeah. want to still do activity you know what i mean problem is too i'm concentrating a little bit on the video and stuff on these things so like podcasts and, and it takes other time stuff. it takes time right yeah, and yeah, i think yeah. you know i gotta i gotta just uh and it's okay like i'm, I'm already structured with when to do them it's fine it's yeah. not really affecting my business or my clients like not not jeopardizing their sale or anything like that but i mean ultimately it's yeah i gotta i gotta put a little bit more instead of like let's say doing a, a video let me just go out door knocking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Produce a few sales. So yeah. that's, uh, yeah, that's just going to change a few things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we gotta, we're got we adapting to the market as well. Oh, it yeah, comes, yeah, right? for so. sure. But these are important too, right? Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. you know, it's given a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of our expression onto the market and how we do things. So yeah. I think it's too super important too. Well, well, I was yeah. just telling you it's too. It's an interview. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I was telling you too is like you know I'm I'm getting different type of not getting calls necessarily, but when I'm talking to different people, they happen to yeah. mention it. You know, like yeah. they're just like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast, or or you I, I see you guys doing this, or whatever else like that. So. Yeah. Uh, you can you can even feel that it is uh, benefiting uh, other people at the Absolutely. same time, and, and it's making an impression out there, not just on clients but other other fellow realtors as 100%. well. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting. I told you the, those those you know solid positive messages from some realtors, right? Yeah. 
Um, I, the materials, it's blunt, it's straightforward, and it's there's no BS behind. Oh. It. I think that's what our approach was coming. Yeah, into yeah, this, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like no scripted, no, no script. Nothing. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. go with go. We with even it, try right? to just... get the hour or the <laughs> the time. Yeah, oh, you're gonna get this gangster one. I don't know. I what ordered it from yeah? Amazon. I gotta check in with that. Um, so going back to it's that, probably with one of your wife's boxes of shopping. You probably give it away. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah. My kids are playing with it. Yeah, but uh, so look at this: thirty subscribers on yeah. our podcast, which yeah. is pretty cool. And, yeah. and our video we did in Blue Mountain, we had seventy-five views. That's I was, awesome. I was looking. I told my wife, I was watching. I was like, "Look, seventy-five views." She's like, "Is that good?" She's like, "It's freaking fantastic." We're yeah. getting like four or five views at seventy-five. Yeah. She's she, she has a friend of those podcasts. He's got like ten or twenty thousand yeah. views, right? But I mean, it's different. I'm like, I'm I'm happy yeah. with with seventy-five. Hey man, views. I, I, at the end of the those year, colored chairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at the end of the year, man, if we hit like, I don't know, a hundred, I'm, I'm good with that. It's all good. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah. It's a good foundation. Oh, it's good too. It's a good wrap between yeah, us. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at the end, ultimately, we're, we're just brainstorming too out loud yeah. and recording it. So that's awesome. Well, what you said before too is we do this anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, buddy. What, what was our topic today? What were we talking so about? We're going to try to yeah, talk about yeah. pricing a yeah. bit because I think it's really important because you've been important. mentioning quite yeah. frequently in your videos where the inventory levels are. Yeah. Yeah. So we are still, yeah, we're... You even t uh, pointed out that we actually had a decrease in the Imagine. amount of inventory. Yeah. yeah, it went up today, but I mean, yeah, it was just crazy. But overall, that's that's causing this stir about yeah. pricing, right? Yeah. So like the property I was saying that we did a deal on uh, on Sunday, actually. So at the very beginning of February, um, this property came out in Whitby. It was listed at four ninety nine. It was priced a little bit under the money, but like not too far. Like yeah. if I took the the last two sales and I did a plus and minus calculation, like on average, that property was worth five hundred three. But like, but I but I told my client like uh, before we went to even see the property, there was one registered offer on it, and she's like, "Is it even worth it?" And wow. I said, "Like, look." It's worth it yeah. if you're willing to go between 505 and 525 and yeah. consider dropping your conditions. Then yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. 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 And she's like, okay, let's go take a look. And you know what, man? That's exactly where we ended up. We ended up at the high end of my scale yeah. at 525 yeah. Yeah. and no conditions, yeah. but uh, limited inventory. And the yeah. other thing also is, is that the price points that this inventory is playing in, like it's a lot of buyers. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, uh, we have another listing right now that's like uh, just under the 1.2 million dollar mark, and quite honestly, there's not much traffic yeah. going. Whereas a day before that, we put up another uh, semi-detach in Ajax for 565 and, it's, it's and, and, and 23 yeah. showings yeah. Yeah. and, you know, two offers. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's you know, it, it's, it, I don't know. I, I look at the market, right? And yeah. people are so confused. Look how easy it is to predict things. Like, we yeah. predicted all this, yes, right? Yes, of course. Lack of inventory is going to bring more buyers. You're going to have more, yeah. more, more opportunities to sell your properties at a higher price for a seller, right? But we can't get greedy either. No. And, you know, there's real, there's, there's realistic listing prices we got to follow. Yes. And, there, and there's there's a strategic plan we have to, to implement, yeah. right? So, you know, 2017 never existed. I did a year over year, 2017 over 2018. There was, so, so 2017, imagine, we went up 30 points and we came down 30 yeah. points, right? Yeah. And then 2018 was sort of this lateral market in a sense. So between 2017 and 2018, there's only 4% actual growth. Yeah. Right? And, or sorry, went down four points. Okay. But that's so that's that's what brought us four yeah. points down, right? So, but that market had this huge spike. So we always say, look at 2016 and forget about 17 because it's a blank year. And 18 will will give us our, our you know our yeah. six go off of 16 adds up appreciation. Yeah, that's going to give us our 18 prices. And I feel even now this year here, like we're you know we're getting into pricing uh, clients' houses, and you know they just feel there's, there's more money there. And yeah. you know 
this, this is what it is, right? We don't we don't make up the statistics. It's MLS, these yep. are public information. So yep. we got to look at the houses that just sold literally in the last 90 days, let's call it, even if you want to go six months. But 90 days is probably best, right? Because the market's Yeah, of course, it's still fluctuating. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, look at it. Like if it's the same the same product, same house, or even maybe it could be even better, and it's sold for X amount of dollars, we got to follow that. Yeah. And that's our curve where we need to be underneath or, or you know, if you want to push it because there's no inventory like now, why sure. not? Let's push it. Let's... Let's put five percent on top of the market value and give it a go, right? And try it. Yeah, but but like, look, man, like I, I like as you're saying it, like I had the exact example what, what happened. So I had a listing out in Pickering, and basically, the last house, exact same house, and this is a, a cookie cutter subdivision. Yeah, exactly the same house, slightly better condition than the one I listed. Uh, basically, sold for eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. I listed this house at eight thirty nine nine, yeah. and I basically said, like, look. Depending on how this goes, yeah. we have a chance of going up five or ten k, or yeah. coming down five or ten k. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like we're going to be right in that that yeah. number where we listed. It's a yeah. fair price for the condition of this property. You know what? We ended up over the like first ten days, we ended up getting four offers. One of the agents really wanted to buy this sure. uh, property for, for himself, his oh, for his clients. Yeah. Okay, and he worked hard on the deal. I feel bad for this guy to a yeah. certain point, right? Yeah. Um, when we got this offer, like my clients actually signed back at eight forty. Like, so we're listed at 839.9, but my client signed back at 840. This time, this client's, uh, the buyers, they never took the offer. They counter offer it again. And then that, at that point, my client just dropped it. We were getting other offers. But then this agent came back and he said, okay, 840, your closing day, firm deal. My clients didn't take it. They countered back at 850. And then I don't, got greedy, got greedy. And then made me change the price to 875. And I said, guys, you know what, Steve? They call me every other day now. And I told him, like, look, I, I, I said, like, I'm telling you honestly, like, uh, this I had to, commission, I had to, yeah, I had to sit look, back. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I told him honestly, like, this commission is not going to make or break me, like, wow. But I why said would, this is the best they, thing to do for your family. Why would they do that? That's crazy. It, it, it's greed. It's greed. It, it's 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 outside influences. You're talking to too many other people. Yeah. You're yeah. talking to too yeah. many other people. Yeah. Oh no, this house was 900, and you can get yeah. a million for yeah. this yeah. or or whatever else. You're looking at outside influences. And uh, you're making your decisions based on that and greed, thinking that there's more in the pot. You know, it, it, that was a big mistake. That's, that was a huge mistake. They're not going to see that money. Yeah. How much more inventory popped up? Anything else came Yeah, in? like there was a house that was better than that across the street. It came on after? Uh, yeah, it came out across the street for the same price we were listed at before, 839.9, sold for 842. Uh, it had a finished basement with an apartment on it. And they and it, it. And No, it didn't. Mine was unfinished. And then the other one over there, there was another one that came up for 850 which is a much nicer house on, people, a, on a private people crescent. People get so greedy for like, I understand it's a lot of money. $30,000 is a lot of money. And they're, you know. Sure. But, 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 it, but, but it's not real. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't it's exist. fictional. Yeah, it's in your mind, <laughs> but it, 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 it's ne it was never there. You know, and that brings a valid point. So I got, I got a good client of mine, and, he, and um, we just were just conversing last night. And, yeah. and, and this is like outside influences, right? And I think it's, we need to understand how to read statistics and what the newspaper is posting out. Because I always say we're the canaries in the mine shaft. Yeah. We see everything first, and then, then the news and media reports sure. about six weeks later. But we're on But they're wrong, too. A lot of the time they're wrong. They're like the information, yeah. yeah, the information that they're putting out there is not correct. And either. it's always late. Yeah. By time it's out, it's already expired, right? It's almost like a newspaper ad. You put a, your a listing in a newspaper in the hot market. By the time you yeah. that, that newspaper got printed, the property was sold. But but look at them looking at Treb statistics and, and uh, pulling Treb statistics at the end of the month. And I'm like, dude, we're looking at this on a daily, if not daily, at least a weekly basis. Like Absolutely. I know exactly what's going on right now. This morning, twelve thousand thirty-eight yeah. units. Yeah. On, yeah. On, See, you know, it's just like uh, what are you going to find that out? Yeah, no, it's just like day to day. March fifth. 
it, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna find out in it's, like two weeks from now, three weeks from now? Like, six, come on, dude. Six weeks of what? Well, six weeks of what we're feeling. Yeah. So I get a, a text message last night. A client, good client of mine, and a good friend too. He sent me, uh, you know, uh, because we're gonna list this house, and it's 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 in a, an estate neighborhood. Nice. Probably one one two five to one three five in today's value. Sure. In the height of the market, it was one five one five fifty. Right. Cool. Uh, but so we got to sell the house, and ultimately he's he's always you know he's he's thinking there's more money in there. So I got a, I got a text message last night just regarding some uh, some information, and you know it says like the, the real estate market's going to be going up four percent this year, and this and that lower and interest like, rates, lower interest rate, the office is going to change all this stuff. I said okay, but then I just kind of circled it. I go just watch what number one we're in a different market, so let's let's read what they're saying. Number one, they're talking about Toronto. Yeah. I've, I've been preaching the last 16 months or whatever it's yeah. been on, on, you know, it's all recorded now. So 4.6 didn't take a beating. It's, no. it's been going well nonstop. Yep. 905, 705, we've taken a beating sure. there. We've taken a backlash. And then if you kind of like, I was reading the thing, and I kind of circled it like this. I go, read that, right? It says, it says in Toronto, greater area, which they're not even talking about this section. Just, it's just yeah. Toronto, 416. The increase to 827, close to peak, is 20. So 820,000 in 2017 and up an average of 787 in 2017. Uh, or 18, sorry. But look at that price range, right? If Even if it's up 4%, we're at the $1.3 million mark. Yeah. Look, look where the buyers are, that 820 range, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and then there was another another one. I was kind of looking at it. And I said, look, but look what they look what they said here. Semi-detached and townhouses properties also saw increases while the price of detached homes fell by almost 3% in January. It's a mix. So, it, it's a category but, that you're in. But you have to read yeah. this. You can't just, like the newspapers, you know, the, the, oh, we're going up the, the, you know, 4 or 5% next year. But they're really specifically talking about Toronto. Yeah. And they're talking about houses in that 800,000 range and their towns and semis. It, so exactly. It's like totally, uh, you know, and, and we got to be careful with this. But, Even but, with pricing, right? Like. I don't want that to, to come no. to me and influence me to, to jack up these prices higher or, or influence me on, on, on what I do is my craft, right? You, you, you know, it's, it's like selective listening or selective reading. 100%. Prices are going up. Okay, then, yeah. then you interpret that yeah. to say across the board. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. No, yeah. Like Look town semis uh, under semis this price point. At 800K. Yeah. In, in, in Toronto. In Toronto. It's so specific. Like, you know, we just got to be careful because ultimately we don't want to harm our clients. Like, no. you know how it is. When we list property, and I've done them in the past, right? And we listen to clients. We got influenced because they had some special hardwood from Brazil or whatever. So, so we, you know, but in the past, and then we listed there because we were, sometimes I get sold by it. It's like, wow, yeah, it's this amazing. Is great. Yeah. And let's do it. And then um, it, it sits there. And, yeah. you know, we could have listed that thing, let's say a market value where I was originally went in with the price and sold it close to what we were asking. Yep. Instead, we went at this astronomical amount, and then it was like we got killed at the end. Yeah. We lost money because inventory starts piling up, and then it just everything becomes offset, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like you said now, like your guy, he had an eight fit forty offer firm with no finished basement yeah. and whatnot. Now a guy across the street, finished basement. But what are we gonna get now? Eight forty two. Yeah. Now you're down to eight thirty eight twenty. Yeah. What are we gonna get now? Yeah. No, that's scary shit. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, of course, pricing, and you know what? But that also leads me to a different thing, almost. And and I've said it before to my clients and I've said it out to other people as well. The thing is, is that I think when you hire a realtor, you're hiring somebody, yeah. you should be hiring someone that you're Absolutely. trusting that yeah. knows. So like at a certain point, you got to take their advice too, right? Like you got to understand that, the, like, you know, you got to trust the person enough to say, hey, they're genuine and they're looking out yeah. for my best interest. And we have so many documents and I understand that clients just sign them off, but really the document says that we're going to put their interest before our 100%. own interest first. And, yeah. and if we're following our code, that's what we should be it's doing. Fiduciary duties. And, and, yeah. and just like this guy's example, not to keep beating on him, but the thing is, is that like, 
literally told him like it doesn't affect me in any manner but this yeah. is the best thing that you could do for yourself and your family yeah. and it, it went, doesn't make sense he went so, so so then the thing is is that like look uh why hire me then do you know what i mean like I, i'm going to be a little bit more expensive than the average agent in the area anyways yeah so why are you hiring me then just go with somebody else that's that's my feeling that's what i get sometimes out of it is like I, you know I'm, I'm charging a little bit more of a premium than the next guy. Yeah. So just go with him. If you're not going to listen to what I say, where was the value add in it? You, you thought you're going to hire me because there was this value add. Do you know what I mean? Like I have an upper edge on it and I'm giving that to you. <laughs> we gave it to and you. And I'm giving it to you. It's there. Yeah. And, and, then, and then you just discount the whole thing. So what was the point? What was the point of paying me more? You know, people have, have different things in their minds, right? It's just incredible. Yeah. Right? I don't know. It bothers me. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it, to well, me, no, it bothers me. Well, no, that's crazy. He's going to get jacked. Yeah. I'd like to report, report like on this podcast in yeah. the future when it sells. I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 820 now, I would imagine. If you know that what? one with the finished basement. Who knows, man? Like, we might be able to get him back up to his number, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to be it's gonna be very hard. Like, at this point right now, it's stagnant. Uh, at, at this point, the listing is stagnant. We're gonna have to do something. He has to be motivated enough to let me do something to it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, price yeah. adjustment. Yeah, price adjustment. <laughs> refresh it. Like it's yeah. not staged. It, it yeah. doesn't show well the property in, in, overall. That, that sounds like a good deal. Like uh, I don't know. Too it was much an about amazing deal. Now, it know? was an amazing deal. Yeah, e- even the watch. buyer agent said like actual messages. Wow, your client's gonna regret this. And Absolutely. I'm, I didn't reply back, but yeah. in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Even even today, I just I read uh, we get those emails regarding real estate uh, updates and stuff like that. So we're talking about so it says uh, multi-family building permits hits a record high in December. Yeah. Again, let's not be confused by this. These homes were sold. Yeah. Like six months a year ago, probably yeah. seventeen, maybe mid eighteen or early eighteen. Yeah. And now they're they're they've they've reached a phase where you know the, they have to pull building building permits, start building these houses. Yeah. But these have already been sold. Yeah. So, you know, this is record high. I go, we can't be confused by this. You got to look at the dangers with that because a lot of those properties won't be able to close with the buyers that have already purchased yeah. them. Yeah. So that's a ton of inventory that can affect our market. Okay. And going back to this, that Toronto reporting with the, uh, I don't know if it was a Global Mail or a Toronto Star, but that's, so Toronto doesn't have new inventory besides condos. Like yeah. Detached, semis, towns. It is what it is. They're all houses yeah. that have been there for 80 to 100 years. Yeah. And, you know, either they're refabbed or re- redone or, or just sold as is, right? So... In our area here, in the in the, the suburban areas of our, like like Nobleton King, whatever it is here, Vaughan, we have so much new, so much land, yeah. so much build, right? Yeah. So much new builds, and this is a new, prime example. So record, so you know, you read this, it's like, wow, people are actually building, they're putting things out, and it's not the truth, right? So multi-building permits hits a record high in December, but they're pulling those permits now because they've sold these yeah. things out a yeah. year ago, right? We've got to be careful. It's, it's very misleading, uh, and that's a ton of inventory that can yeah. affect resale properties because. Yeah. Look at this. Even in New Kleinberg, we have uh, you know, I have a client who wants to sell her, one of her, her small uh, detaches. Uh, fair enough. You know, you're you're not strapped for cash. But the guy that bought it, that's got to get rid of it. That has you know a B lender mortgage at five six percent. Let's call it. He's got to get rid of this thing. So he paid a million fifty. He's going to load this thing at nine twenty. Yeah. So and he's get know, out. Yeah. And there's more of those guys coming out. Yeah. Right? So. Well, well, even like uh, in Pickering, right? Like uh, at the height of the market, these builders in the New Seton area were selling these houses for like. 1.3 million dollars and wow honestly, honestly Pickering, like, yeah yeah but there's no way like how big to, were the houses you know they're, they're about 3,000 3,200 square feet homes okay new Pricey build like too, nice yeah. yeah but the thing is is that you'll never support it like go back and do the appraisal on this property right what now it's worth? never going to support it 
you know, I, I, on a good day, a million, million one, like on yeah. a very, very good day. It's, yeah. it's, but million one is a lot in Pickering still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a million one is a lot. And there's very selective amount of people that can actually buy a million one or Absolutely. would consider Absolutely. buying. I mean, overall, Durham has a really high property tax. I think it's the highest throughout the GTA. Really? Yeah, Durham yeah. is like the highest. And I'm pretty sure. And, 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 and the thing is, is that the luxury market, in my opinion, grew in Pickering because uh, it's close to Markham and a lot of people wanted to be in Markham, but they can't afford that luxury when the prices were sky high. Yeah. Well, oh, Markham okay, took what, like 50% hit, uh, like not 50, but like they took a significant amount oh, of hit true. on their property. So the same type of luxury property you're looking at in Pickering, now in Markham trades at like one three, one four, And you, uh, you know what I mean? Like you would have bought that in Pickering around that number because you couldn't get in because those were like yeah, one yeah, seven, yeah, one eight sure. properties. Yeah. Yeah. Now the thing is, yeah. is that that inventory is opened up at that price, uh, price point. Absolutely. So, so the luxury market in Pickering looks a little bit less attractive now. So, so there's been a massive shift and, and these homes that people thought they were going to buy because the buyers were coming from Markham. They were coming from Scarborough Absolutely. into Pickering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't support it anymore. No. Yeah, because the inventory opened up somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Look at my neighborhood, my exact area, King Cross Estates there. So when we paid, we, we bought our house. Okay, so when we were originally looking in the area, we went to go look at this house, open house. It was a uh, ravine, walkout basement, 4,200 square feet elevator. Wow. Elevator. Out, of my, out of my price range, but we were dreaming. So I think they listed at 1799. I told my wife, let's, you know, this is like early 17. I go, we can get it for like 16. We, we, you know, we're qualified mortgage wise. Everything's done. We can do it, right? So, so anyway, they, they weren't going to. They weren't gonna go in my office. One six is not even. They paid, yeah. they they sold it for like one eight fifty or one nine at the end. Wow! <laughs> I was I was that type of buyer, right? I was like, yeah, I gotta beat them down two hundred k in a, in a pretty decent market. Fast forward to like two weeks ago or a month ago, a house similar, forty two hundred square feet, three car garage. That was a three car garage. Elevator. I don't know if I had an elevator, but it was forty two hundred square feet, ravine walkout. Wow! Guess mm -hmm. what it sold for? I almost like. I told my wife, I sent it, I literally texted and sent it to my wife right away. <laughs> like, look at this. One six? One three thirty. I don't know what happened there. I hope there was like a bag of cash K, to man. follow. Like, That's like uh, 500k gone. Yeah. It I, just like I'm vanished. Getting, I'm getting like goosebumps thinking about oh it. I don't God. understand how that thing sold so bloody low. Like that is, that property should never have gone that. Three car garage on it, like a, I believe it was a 60 footer. On a ravine, like I have to look, I have to like go like more detail with the property because I That's saw that, crazy. Like, I got a listing coming up in the area right That's now. That's crazy. Looking at comps. Yeah. And that thing is like, I don't know what. I hope there was like a bag of cash. <laughs> there I, was, you know, wow. and there was two hundred thousand like given somewhere, some way or another. Like I don't know. Because that's like killer, man. No, it's like that's five hundred k. Yeah, that, that's crazy, yeah. man. Like, you know what? This reminded me of something else. Like, so, so I met with a, a guy in Pickering. He's been kind of like a one-off builder and works in partnership sure. and whatever else. Uh, he bought this lot such a long time ago. Like, he's smart guy. Like, very, very smart guy. Strategic. Bought this lot long time ago. It was a really crappy old bungalow, for like three hundred k. Rented it out, rented it out, rented it out. Eventually, knocked it down, built it. I actually walk around the area, so I've seen this house being built. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, like the location, it's a nice neighborhood, but where that house is placed is really crappy. Uh, so, so basically, like I'm talking to him, and I'm like telling him, like you know, it's like a one three, maybe a one three five house, like somewhere mm -hmm. in that ballpark or or whatever else like that. And then you know, he goes back through the cost of actually building the house, and and the guy has a legit point. 
sure. right? The land is X, like it costs to build is this. I can't feasibly sell it for this. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, is that it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Now there's another listing that, uh, another agent that's picked up that listing at a price that he's more comfortable, the seller is more comfortable at. So I'm just gonna watch it and see what exactly happens what with it. What did they list it at? It, it's, it's like uh, 1.45 million. So, yeah. so it, the thing is, is that just up the road from there in a better location, there's a no. brand new build, like a brand new build, uh, uh, and this is a brand new build too, but there's a brand new build for 1395. So it's just like, I would all day long go with that other house than this one. The one that this guy listed for like one, four, five, actually there's gonna be nine houses that are gonna be built right in this guy's backyard. And there's a train not even 150 oh, wow. meters away from this guy's wow. house. And while I was there for an hour, we saw the freight train. Forget about go train. We saw the freight train go by like three times. <laughs> like, dude, you're asking $1.45 million and there's a damn train <laughs> three times like, an hour. Listen to that. <laughs> No, that that guy's an older man, but he goes to CrossFit, and I'm pretty sure he can kick. Oh yeah, ass. fair enough. Yeah, you don't want yeah, to do so that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Mess with him, but like, <laughs> talking. To... <laughs> yeah, you know, you win. Yeah, dude. Hey, you do what you, you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You, but you know what I asked, and, and he agreed with me on pricing. But he's like, yeah, but I, but I, I agree with you, but I want this. Yeah. So I asked him, like, okay, what are you gonna do then? He's like, I, like, I, you know, I'm gonna list it with whatever height. Okay, do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's it's, it, but so for his. You know what happened to him was probably he paid for the lot. You know, and like you were saying, the build costs, everything. So does it make sense to sell a one three five? Yeah, no it meat, doesn't. No meat on the bone yeah, at that yeah, point, right? There's one four fifty. He still got. You know, maybe he's making a couple hundred grand or whatever. You know what? To, honestly, he's probably making a hundred thousand bucks at that point. One four fifty. Yeah, man, probably a wow. hundred. Yeah, because look, it's a big house. Uh, it costs him X amount to make it. Like I, I think that he said he needed to put in his pocket, like uh, after whatever commissions happen and whatever else like that, like one three seven. Wow, I, I wrote down the number on my, uh, my I, listing. I think so. At the end, I think this is a, it's good, it's good. It's positive and negative naturally yeah. because people are getting hurt and and uh, not getting hurt bad just yet. Like that guy can unload and just get his money back. But I mean, yeah. I think it's a good cleanse for the market yeah. because in the last ten years, everyone became a builder and there yes. was the quality was a lot of the. Some people did a really good job. They really, this is what they wanted to do. Yeah. Some people were just in it for the cash, right? And the jobs are terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Some of them were really bad. And, and like, look at the other one I had earlier last year. Like oh, yeah, the house saying. was built so nicely. Yeah. Really nice house, but a really shitty street. Like such so, a nice house. So I really what, like the house. But who such who a bought it? He, he had a realtor that, well, like, or uh, he did it private, the deal. Yeah. I think he did it privately, but one of his friends is a builder, a good builder, yeah. a really good builder. And I guess he helped him along the way. But like, I think ultimately this guy just decided to go with this location. I'm sure his friend advised him not to, Yeah. but this guy ended up going with this location, overbuilt a house for what, what yeah. it is. It, it, yeah. it is. He had it listed with somebody else previously. Then I listed it for 30 days and I dropped the listing. It hurt so much, but I dropped the listing in 30 days. And then, and then he had it listed for like, a, I think another 75 or 80 days after that. Oh, really? Yeah, and then terminated the listing. Yeah. And now I don't see any sign on yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Because I told the guy like day one, I said, dude, just move into the house. Yeah. Yeah, just move in. Yeah, enjoy. Save all your taxes, this yeah. and that. You know, two years, three years later, when the market kind of picks up, this other idiot's building another house over there, yeah. a monster. So like, yeah. sell it then. Yeah, what do you yeah. say? He doesn't want to listen. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's tough, man. Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know, and I'm like, dude, like, don't hire me. That serious yeah. topic, eh? like pricing is so serious. Yeah, right? and, and especially right now, like shit. you know, the inventory level. Yeah. Uh, and the mixed news that you're talking about. Yeah. Like, and people are not able to decipher it. All these. Oh, it went up. <laughs> I'm glad. Come on. I'm dude. glad for because it's positive and buyers 
read into that. Yes. So they feel like there's a frenzy coming up. Sure. That's where you're seeing bidding wars, pricing, inventory, whatever, all that stuff. So that's what that's good positive. But again, the sellers got to be smart with that too. Don't read too much into that. Let's capitalize on that. Let Understand what it means. Decipher that yeah. into real language. Yeah. And then make a plan and, and execute it. Look, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sure you and I both agree. The inventory is going to go back up. I think that we yeah. probably have, we probably have in what, another four weeks or so to capitalize on what this is right now. And I think, I think if sellers are smart and if they do this properly for the next four weeks, yeah. I feel like they'll probably get a little bit more money. And if they don't get a little bit more money than in the spring market, they're going to have a lot less headache right now selling this property. A yeah. uh, lot faster, more qualified buyers on the market yeah. right now, they're, they're going to be able to get it done quicker. Yeah, I, it's, but even like, okay, so we, you know, this is... So 19's, I think it should be a nice stable market. Yeah. But this is, every year is like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, you're right. Yeah. 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 It's just, I don't know, even, it is what it is, right? But people want to see green grass and flowers. I get it. The house shows better. But if you're on the market with 20,000 other, other units or 22,000 other units. and They all like look 10, like that. I, I would put it right now. Uh, you know, you said price and patience. Yeah. I, I, price and urgency. Yeah. Like, yeah. Price and urgency. Like, like you got to read this thing right, like you, dude. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to read yeah. this thing right. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to be dead. It's so true. Yeah. I have that a condo in, in Naples now where we got like 40 odd showings in like three weeks. Okay. That's awesome. It's just the maintenance is, is killing the property. What happened about so that? Did you try to do that marketing? No, I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. We just adjusted the price 10 grand. Okay. You know? Like literally yesterday or the day before. Yeah. So, so hopefully that helps because yeah. all the buyers are coming in and seeing the product and just walking away from it. So we lower the price. Hopefully it brings in uh, like the next level of buyers that comes in. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. At that, at price, that price point. Yeah. So everyone looks at it's a great deal like price wise, but then the maintenance fees are, are high. But ultimately, if you're an elder couple or maybe even a divorced couple or something like that, you yeah. place two bedrooms. It's a good spot. Yeah. yeah. Good location too. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, another thing, Montreal. Remember in 2017? We'll yep. talk about this quickly. 2017, that was uh, when the market, you know, went to sleep here, let's call it in Toronto. I was uh, I was in contact with an agent in Montreal. So in 2017, I went down in August, put a few offers on, on a few properties. And I didn't follow through because I ended up buying, um, well, I, didn't, I don't think I bought that. I put money in Miami 17 in a, in a REIT. And then 18, I, I bought a property here in Toronto, another investment to to do my, yeah. to uh, assemble my, my property. But take a look at this. So these are the areas I was exactly looking at. Like, look, look at like the increases in value. Like, look at the sales. So even PC, they call it Pontclair, yeah. like 150%. What? Like, but not in value, just in, in uh, list of sale ratios, yeah. right? So wow. I had all these properties. I was buying, like, I was putting offers on uh, side splits. That, so there's not no new housing, very limited housing yeah. in, in Montreal. Because I, I, we went through all the areas. We looked at houses. And uh, so they're old side splits. Yeah. But I, also, I was buying them. I was putting offers in a 330 to 350, but nice 50-foot lots and the whole yeah. thing. You do a simple renovation there, 40K. Like, they, they don't have, it doesn't have to be high-end, just a nice, clean renovation. Parquet is still, like, acceptable there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, hard, wow. Hard, like, beige hardwood is, like... Was, no, come a, on. Two different worlds. Come on. Two different worlds. Damn. But look, look at the look at these you know these things everything everything's on the market they're selling. Look at the average sales Holy price now because that's an average house. Four seventy five. Yeah, it's like a hundred G's. Wow. So my intention was to get a crew down there and and keep rolling it up right just every three months. Yeah. Just flip one, flip, 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 keep flip, it going yeah. and keep a crew down there and have some sort of residual income while this market was starting yeah. to wake back up. I didn't do it, <laughs> but uh, you know it was a good pick. I was right on track. Like I smelt it like a hound. I wish I had. I wish I, I continued on, uh, and, and literally just you know yeah. I, was, I was a typical buyer. They're asking three seventy, 
I was giving them 330. Yeah. But for them, that's like, you know, what's that? What, what does that work out to? Eight, eight, nine percent below. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's huge. I should have just went up, paid them like 350, 360, yeah. and then ultimately just secured it and then yeah. got the rental going and everything. That would have been good. That would have been a good business. But, but it was you working. See, <laughs> but you see, the thing is, is that because you have this mindset and you're kind of involved around this business, yeah. like you, you're able to come up with these ideas. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But this is one of. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many other ideas come up like that? I know. Right? I just, I wish I would. But look at the areas. Like, these are the areas I focused on because I had access to the, to the Montreal board. It's not like us who need a code. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. If you sign in, you stay in. Really? Yeah, you don't need like a like a authenticator or anything. Like a code, yeah. Right? So I had, I, I spent like a whole month studying this thing. I got like a book like this of all, and these are the areas that I picked because you can kind of see what was happening. And those are good areas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Like, like fucking PC. Wow. Uh, DLD, like this is, uh, anyway, all good. Well. On to the next. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's always opportunity, man. Yeah. And you just got to investigate it like this and yeah. find it, right? But it made sense too. The only, the only thing that I pulled, I stopped is because, uh, we're doing all the stress tests here yeah and it was it was national it was like all through canada right is a canadian new law coming in so i go toronto's gonna hit with this stress test montreal's gonna get sure they will yeah yes the, the prices are lower there okay fair enough but if you can't afford you know that's the price range there the affordability it's the same thing as here yeah not the case a lot of immigrants there if you yeah. go you you know walk around downtown uh, montreal you see like the the immigrants lining up into the um, you know, signing up to get into the country and whatnot, right? Or, it's a uh, different feel. It, yeah, yeah. It's a definitely a different feel down there. Well, you got to watch up a lot of stuff because they're... So, I forgot what it was called, but anyways, they used some sort of stone from the St. Lawrence uh, River. Yeah. And they were using it for the for like a slab slab on great uh, construction. Uh, construction Like, like your basement uh, concrete slab, they'd put yeah. this rock underneath, yeah. right? Or in the garage. But not the foundation, thankfully. Some of them did. But what happened is that, that the rocks had salt or something in there and they would just explode. Wow. So your floors would just push up. No way. So there was like a big thing you got to watch when you buy a house there. That really? And the furnaces are like... So imagine our, our HVAC systems don't work there at a certain... Because it's so bloody cold there yeah. and the humidity. Yeah. So they have to switch to a uh, heat pump. No so way. So AC actually it, uh, works as, as uh, AC and also a heat pump really? in the winter. Wow. So you have HVAC for, to a certain it's point. completely different. That gets shut down and then you got to go into a heat wow, pump. Wow, that's crazy. Like this is different system yeah yeah Very not good. even that far away like no. what four hours drive yeah, four, four or five hours, hours pretty yeah. pretty interesting yeah, pretty cool. so yeah. what was you said you had you were talking about a question that came in yeah like yeah. and i don't know how much uh, like i want to validate what i know about it right now like uh, i think sure. uh, we'll get some advice on it but yeah so i have a an awesome client of mine like a real hustler i think she's like 23 24 years old and uh last year uh she was a referral that came in and she like really wanted to buy a condo and and invest and, and start and get started yeah yeah so we went through the process with her and you know she eventually bought a condo but i think after being introduced to us and kind of following along of what sure. we're doing i think she's like she she sees the light you know what i mean and saying like okay i, I actually want to be involved with this and i want to accumulate rental properties investment properties yeah so the question that came in was is that look i'm going to do this but what is the best way for me to go forward is it should i buy all of this in my personal name mm. or should i set up a corporation and purchase them in the corporation's name yeah so that's essentially the the question that I, came in i did both right um the, the benefit of buying personal naturally is the interest rates you're going to get away from the banks you know all my properties were bought in a personal name. Now I just kind of moved them over to corp. One, I bought in a corporation, and two, now I took them out of personal and moved them into a corporation. But the mortgage is secure already. Yeah. So I'm paying a, a bank uh, mortgage rates, let's yeah. call it, in terms, and it's it's whipped into a corporation. Like we changed title on it. So uh, what was the purpose of doing something like that? 
Um, liability number one for yeah, sure, like Nash's arm's length, right? So yep. uh, liability number two, saleability because this is like a project, um, you know, the twelve townhouse project. So that's number two, and also tax reasons come going forward because if I sell, so the project now is I'm list, I'm, I'm trying to sell it for two million, but you know, best offer takes it right up, sure. <laughs> whatever it is, right? But I'm so it's listed for two million bucks. But if I build it, it's it, the sellout. Let's say at today's price is like six to six and a half million. Nice. Okay, fair enough. So let's say there's about two and a half million dollars in meat there. If those are my personal name, those two properties. Yeah, it's huge. You do fifty three percent on two and a half. Million, yeah, 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 yeah. You're done. Good, it's not, not even worth idea. it. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, even no, worth no, it at that point. Yeah, no, no. You're better off just just making duplexes yeah, yeah, yeah. and just keeping it right. So that's the reason. So yeah. it, it's it's going in two ways. If I sell it for two million bucks. And actually, I don't want to pay fifty-three percent on two million dollars. Yeah. I'd rather pay yeah. the corporate rates on that, right? Because it's not my money. It's it's literally the business's money. I'm not going to use it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to you're going to use that money to further grow the business. Further grow this. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. wife agreed to me though: sell the land, do one flip, and I get an eighty thousand dollar allowance to buy a Porsche. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, that's that's like awesome. Two to three years down the road, right? Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, I was only looking for forty k, but eighty. Yeah, 80. We, can, we can work on something, something really newer, nice. right? Yeah. yeah. No, so I guess so. I guess the point, uh, your point, also is, and I yeah. agree with you, is it depends on what you're actually doing. Yeah. You know, what's your what's your end goal with this whole thing, right? I think the whip them in court. If they can, the thing is, when you whip from a person to corporation, that you're paying land transfer tax. Yes. So then you got to get a fair market value. You got to give your appraisal or a realtor. You know, I did. I was waiting for an appraisal of a good friend of mine ever gave me. <laughs> Still waiting to tell you the truth. But oh, anyway, so that, that you get a fair market assessment value on the property, and then ultimately you got to pay land transfer tax on that. Now, when you sell the properties, and if you, if they call, you know, the government calls bullshit and yeah. say, well, you know, the, well, let's look back to that CMA at that time. Does that even make sense? Yeah. And if you, you know, underpriced it, you're gonna yeah for sure they're gonna come back after yeah, you. Yeah. So I did it. Yeah. Really fair. One yeah. property I lost money because I bought in the height of market. I think it's like seventy grand down. Yeah. But that's okay because that was to tie the three together. I'm okay yeah. with that, right? Yeah, yeah, small, yeah. Small, small loss for a bigger gain. So, um, so, like, I mean, and I'm gonna check with my accountant too. I'm gonna try to see if we can get uh, Lim, Lim Lam. Lam. Yeah. yeah. Lim Lam. <laughs> We're gonna try to see if we can get Lim Lam on this he's thing the, he's uh, the next Bruce, week. Bruce Lee of accounting. I love that guy, man. <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can get him on with us next yeah. week, uh, just to kind of maybe touch on this and maybe if we have any other tax questions, if anyone else does too, yeah, uh, to send them into us. But um, you know, ultimately. I like my advice at this point right now would be is is that uh, don't let this decision stall you Stop. out in moving Fair enough. forward. Fair enough. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like if you have this appetite to do yeah. this thing, like if you're gonna buy an additional one property or two properties, just go ahead and freaking buy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it becomes a lot more serious when you're talking about at least five to ten, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Like that's when it becomes really serious. And at that point, uh, you know, hopefully I think this girl is going to get to that point. Sure. But at that point, you can maybe even keep the two that you bought in your personal, personal name and then continue and moving forward. In you know corporation. What I mean? yeah. yeah, I think so. Get your feet wet with personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I, I'm just... Just like, to make sure that's right for you. Yeah. Hey, you might get into it and be like, oh my God, this is a lot of bullshit. Like, I, I don't want this. This yeah. is not my lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could happen. hundred percent. So, so, so don't stall out. I would say just move forward and do and it. And running a corporation is a very expensive thing too. Just yeah. naturally. Accountings are like, you know, doing an accountant to do a... To do your end on a, on a corporation, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like three or four times, maybe even more, four more. to five times yeah, the yeah, cost yeah. Of, of personal, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a lot of different uh, expenditures and all, and the rates, right? Yeah. If you can't get them, if you're going to get into a B bank, because, you know, the, yeah. obviously the corporation has to have some sort of income and it's not because yeah. it's a holdings, then you're going to be into the bank. So 5% interest rates right yeah. now, I would imagine, four yeah. and a half to five. So 
Mind you, uh, no risk, liability is very limited, but uh, yeah. But, but, but like uh, you said, don't, at, don't at let it hold same, you back. Yeah, but at the same, yeah. same time with the risk and liability, like as long as you're doing everything properly, you're not going to have really any A thousand issues. percent, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that have tons of rental properties. 100%. So as long as you follow the rules. And, and the only being, thing for long, sorry, buddy, yeah. I just cut you off, but no sorry, long-term planning, corporation's always going to win. For, for sure. Because family gets involved, yeah, you know, number one, it would be getting, getting married is kind of scary too sure. today. Like when I married my wife, we had absolutely zero, like negative, never negative, mind, never yeah. mind positive. <laughs> so we built everything together. Sure. Uh, but I mean, ultimately now, if you're, you're, let's say she's 23, by the time she's 30, she gets, I yeah. don't know, she gets married or whatever it is. And she's got like five or six properties in her personal name. Yeah. You know, and she gets married. Like, mind you, that you would sign a prenuptial agreement and whatnot, but it's just, it's dangerous, right? Like, if you get in corporations, you can shell. Yeah. You can you can keep moving them around, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but but I but I also think that again, like, don't let it stall you out. No, like, no, no. I just no, no, keep, keep moving forward. Yeah, I'm just you got, yeah. And if, and if you, <laughs> and just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if if you if you're gonna go out and buy, you know, one or two more properties right now, 100%. just I would say go ahead and and buy those properties and don't think about it. Right. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, then you can always roll them back in, right? Yeah. So, so go just one more point on this uh, future. So, let's say you, you know I want my goal is to, to hand these kids off a ten million dollar holding corp. That's my goal, and I think I think it's doable. We're way doable. Oh, for sure. We're yeah. like at four and a half now. Yeah. So, I mean, so let's say you know we give them a ten million dollar uh, holding a holding corp. I don't want them to sell the properties. I don't want them to do anything with that. So, let's say that, you know that uh, that's basically they become a, a director of this company. And they draw an income out of it. Mm -hmm. So let's just say to live, you need a great lifestyle, you know, not like too crazy, but let's say it's 150 to 200 grand. So they can draw a salary of 200 grand each, let's call it my, my, two, my son and my, my daughter. And, uh, and that's it. Keep, keep the holding corp, it's, you know, intact. Yeah. So it's keep the assets. So keep the assets and yeah. just giving you money. No point Residual in selling it off and you have $10 million in the bank. Imagine yeah. after taxes, it's probably zero. But I mean... Uh, let's say there's 10 million in the bank. What are you gonna do with all the money? It doesn't yeah. make sense. You yeah. better just you know milk it slowly. Have the cow keep giving you milk daily. Don't, I agree. Don't slaughter it and have one feast, and then there's no nothing to eat the next day. Look, uh, yeah. like like I agree with you, and I'll put it in a little bit of a yeah. fun and different context, okay? <laughs> not, I, not the slaughtering of a cow. No, no, no. I'll, I'll put it in a fun context, okay? Like, look, I want to get this crazy ass car. Like, there's a crazy ass car. Like, I want Which like one? either like a Lamborghini or something mm. like that. Like one of these days, right? Like I'm gonna get it. Like. You know, for me to go out and pay cash He'll for this say vehicle, Lamborghini. okay, Ferrari, <laughs> yeah. or you know, or what, you know what Chris Harris says, Lamborghini, <laughs> Lamborghinis are for they're for the people that can't drive cars. <laughs> I, I may be in that category. You know, there's a couple of them it's out funny. there that I think that look like absolutely. No, sick. no, no, they're yeah. they're, they're old standing. But, but my look, wife loves them. Yeah, but but look, my point is this, right? Like you're gonna take you're gonna take your 200k, like a used yeah, one, buy new one. So, yeah, fair like, enough. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. gonna take your 200k and you're gonna put it into a Lamborghini. Like to me. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. right? Unless you make YouTube videos. <laughs> you could still <laughs> like do the YouTube run. videos, but, but, but check this out, right? Like you, you take your 200K and you lend yeah. out the money. Fair you enough, you yeah. lend out the money and what are you going to get back on this money? Like at least two, $2,500 a month? Yeah. yeah, take that 2,500 bucks a month and pay the payment. You're getting a free car. There's the milking. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, but you know, uh, 
my dad is an old man, but like uh, I, I try to explain to him in, in a different way. Like, I mean, he's basically at, you know, at, uh, at the very end of his life, I would say. But the thing is, is that... Uh, but, <laughs> but your it, furnace at the end of his yeah, life cycle? Yeah, it's, it's life, <laughs> typical life expectancies, <laughs> like it's reaching it, right? But, but the thing is, is that, you know, they had a different mentality about how money is. The, yeah. the idea was to accumulate money. But I told them that's incorrect. Yeah. What you have to do is you have to know how money works. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what to do with it. So, so of course you have to get money, but when you get money, you have to know what to do with the money. So yeah. if you just stash it into a bank account, like, you know, 20 years ago versus right now, that money is worth like what, half? If? Not even. Yeah. Like put it this way. Like I think in Oshawa back in like 20, 20 years ago or something like that, you could have bought a townhouse for like 150K. That townhouse today, that townhouse today is minimum three hundred and fifty thousand bucks. So, so your money is not even worth half of what it was worth twenty years ago. Yeah. So, so, but the thing is, is that they have this idea that they have all this money, but it's depreciating all the time. So you have to know what to do with it. But so, going back to that, like my dad's an immigrant too to Canada and the whole thing. These guys saw a different time than us. Yeah. In their mind, like you know, my dad was post-war, so it was actually better than his brothers because. But it was it was grim. Like I'm intermittent fasting now, so I don't eat for sixteen hours. Yeah. That was normal for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't eat that for twenty a hours. They would yeah, eat. They, they a had choice. a four-hour window to yeah, eat because yeah. that was the only food available. Yeah. That's why Europeans were always thin and probably still are in some parts of yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like that. So even from my dad's uh, situation, so horrible. He, he, he did well. He sure. was he was a framer. Uh, he had his own business. He had his own employees. So he he made he banked. He did well. He always yeah. had you know the best house out of his friends, the best cars. Like he and he always paid cash. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the money, whatever he had, he just stuck it in an account, right? And for him, it was just the, the blanket of security because yeah. they don't know if this World War Three is coming. Like, their yeah, mind yeah, yeah. is geared different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We grew up in such an amazing time. Like, I was born in 81, so I'm an elder millennial. I think I'm, like, right in the border. But, dude, everything was amazing. Like, I grew up, it, it was just, a, yeah. it was a happy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad paid off his mortgage. He was mortgage-free. There was good times at home. All I saw was, um, uh, like, just... Just like like prosperity. Yeah. My brother, on the other hand, he was a firstborn eight years prior, uh, and you know the, my parents just got married, right? And uh, you know, a couple of years later, they had my son, my brother, the mortgage. You know, the work wasn't really good. It was a little bit of a recession. Didn't speak the language. It was a different was time. Tight, yeah. So if you put me and my brother in the room together, it looks like we're we're from different families. Yeah, but yeah. That's what he different saw. Mentality. He yeah. saw like poverty and this whole different lifestyle. Yeah. And I saw prosperity, so yeah. you know, and, and and it reflects our lives. Like my brother's more like scared to spend money in the sense, yeah. right? Like he won't invest. More but for me, on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you know, this is what you got to do. And I got, I got a hundred. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll throw eighty. Yeah. I just need twenty to live to get by. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's two different things. Yeah, right? like I know we. Uh, it's just tough, man. You gotta yeah. just respect these guys too. <laughs> to a certain point, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To a certain point, you but... can't break that donkey, man. That's 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 it for life. It's gonna yeah, just yeah. Well, that, yeah. It, it is what it is, right? Like, and and all of our situations make us who we are. A hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Very good. We're right. And this uh, puppy. This is what? it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, guys. guys. End it, buddy. Let's yeah. do it. Here's all right. High, yeah. high cabani energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this was East Meets West. If you guys have any questions, send yeah. them in to us. Uh, we love getting the questions. I'm going to really try to get my accountant in here for next week. So if you guys have tax-related questions, that would be great, yeah. too. Um, that's it for us. Awesome, guys. Have an amazing day. Please subscribe and send us some messages. That would be great. Sounds All good. the best, guys. All right, guys. Ciao. Take care. Ciao.